If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, all the latest fighting news, and this season's NFL. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV to get the bonus and get into action. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, hello, it's Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back, and we have the pleasure today of having Nessa on the couch. Thank you, thank you. getting to know each other a little bit more. I'm intrigued by you. I feel like I've been researching you. I don't know much other than the research you have on Instagram, but you know, you never know if it's really what is all for the Instagram and mm-hmm. what is real and what is all about you. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get to know you a little bit more. What would you say or who are some of influences that you had in the music industry? Um, my favorite rapper of all time is definitely Tupac, hands down. I'm heavy influenced by him. Okay, I like the Gemini status. You know, mm-hmm. we all love Gemini's here at Private mm-hmm. Talk. What would you say is something that is unique about you? Um, definitely that I've created my own sound throughout the years. I've never tried to steer away from it. So I never try to adjust to the now. I kind of just create what's, what's my own, you know what I mean? So if somebody's never heard anything of yours, what is your unique sound? Can you describe it to Private Talk? It's like um, picture like a summer day. Okay. Mm, picture like, like um, convertible. Okay, top down. Yeah, uh, pretty girl, sitting passenger, silky shirt, you know, short shorts, sandals. Okay, okay, you're you a know? visual, I like it. Okay. Glasses, palm trees, that's the vibe. That's so my vibe. So when you go into your like process of making a song and creating, mm-hmm. and you know, in different ones, do you kind of envision the whole thing, like what you're kind of like painting right now, as far as like, because obviously you know, music videos and things like go into afterwards. But mm-hmm. is there a vision that you have for certain songs that you kind of just kind of like paint a picture? Mm, depends. Certain songs come with the vision. Uh, it all it all depends what I'm going through at the moment and what I write about. What do you say is your favorite song that you've released? That I've ever made. That you've ever made. It's a tough question. I have so many. But that's the thing. That's it. They're your babies. So I feel like certain people that, that have listened to your stuff that is more popular, those ones kind of like hit. But is there something that kind of like maybe you should tell Private Talk that they should go take a listen to now? Um, 
definitely go listen to that new Rick Ross. <laughs> well, that's, but that's one of those things is I think it's a great song. That is one of the songs that I yeah. heard. And it's really like, it's a, it's a banger. It's a catcher. It's, you know, it's one of those things that it keeps yeah. your attention. Shout out to Rose. Um, I got a new song uh, featuring Rick Ross. Um, it's called Run It Up. We just released it on the uh, DSPs about like uh, a week ago. Mm-hmm. And the video came out a couple months ago. So um, I was very excited about that because Ross is definitely a big artist. Big caliber mm-hmm. artist for me to work with, you know. How is that to be by somebody who's so like such a big star? Um, to be honest with you, it's 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 a blessing to see somebody that big give the guys coming up an opportunity to work with them. I also carry myself in a very professional manner, and I I always like I, nobody has to hold my hand. I always do more than I'm at that I'm asked for. So and I work hard, so I feel like it's uh. When you when they look at me, they're like, man, this kid, you know, he's working hard. Like, you know, I'm 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 gonna give him a shot, you know. For sure, yeah. it's like it's hard work and dedication. I feel like it, you know, definitely with just beating people in general. I feel like East Coast people have always they're just more of like heart and soul. Like you just mm-hmm. kind of like you know, you just know who you are. Yeah. It's kind of like more something you just like sit into it. So yeah. You don't need to be. So, what kind of other art or what other artists would you like to collaborate with? You know, you just had a big song with Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else out there that maybe a top two that you would like I to? I definitely want to work with the girls now. You know, I feel like the girls have taken over the rap scene. Um, and I would love to work with, like, you know, Lotto, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. Um, there's so many now, you know. But yeah, I think the girls are running the game right now better than the guys, you know. And I love it, I'm here for it. Are you, who, which female rapper are you like that you on, put on repeat? What song are you listening to currently right now? Um, female rapper? Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. Like I listen to Nicki. It just depends. So uh, Nicki or Cardi? I like both of them. Okay. I Good like answer. Both of them. Good answer. Yeah, I, I like mean, both I of feel them. Like, I feel like people in this industry, sometimes it's like you have to pick one. It's like, why? There's nah, so yeah, many definitely like, don't. You know, classifications of not only genres of music, but people, you know, even being a rapper in that same field, everybody does their craft, you know. I think they different. do it. I think it happens more within the hip-hop culture than anything because you don't see, like, Garth Brooks going at it with somebody else and being like, well, you or somebody else. It's not like it's just the hip-hop culture is so competitive. That that's the nature of it, but it don't but really have that to be that way. Culture really navigates the world, though, and like everything we do, from how people dress to what people want to look Absolutely. like, and things like that. And so I feel like that is one of the top things that are, you know, in the, the limelight of what mm-hmm. it is. And I feel like why it's so competitive. I feel like um, if people would start stop making it such a competitive nature, more people, in, in a sense, wouldn't take it so um, ego like an ego thing. I feel yeah, like because yeah. it becomes like whose dick is bigger. No, yeah, like I don't, you know, I, mean? you know, I like, see. Everybody is great in their own way. You know, it's 100%. everyone should be their biggest fan. Everybody should, you know, love what they do because that's why we do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and so I feel like when people get so offended because someone says I'm the best or I'm the king of, like yeah. it's like, why, why be so mad? You know? I, I, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't try to entertain that type of energy, but um, I get it. I mean, I don't understand it either. I try to change the culture within my team, and the influences and the rappers I know. It's tough, you know. Um, but it is what it is. It's the culture. It's what it is. It's very competitive. I was I was brought up in a in, in when I started rapping. I was a I was a battle rapper in my neighborhood. I don't think there's nothing wrong with being competitive. I just think as far as like I feel like there should just be more room for 
everybody instead of it's like and it just this ha- or the other. It don't it need be, to be you know, a blended thing. Yeah, it don't need to be like, oh, yo, I'm better than you or like, you it's know. It's not just like you have to pick, like I said, like it can't be just Nikki or Cardi. Why can't I listen to one after the other? Mm-hmm. I like them both. I think they're both talented females. I think it's great to, you know, uplift people in, in their, in, you know, what they do in their craft. The song, the female song I have been listening to the most to answer your question See, is, is, um, uh, that, that girl Glorita, she got the mm-hmm. FNN song, yeah. but not that song. It's the song that she got with Cardi. Yes. That's a good one. She yeah. just released her own as well. And they were, there's some, there's some pretty big bangers. Yeah. There too. I, I was fucking with them. This shit is hard. This hard. I, li- and I do like, you know, like you said, you know, you're somebody that you've been in the business for a while, but also in a sense in your own right, kind of newer to things and having big stars like Rick Ross and people mm-hmm. give you shine to put more light on who you are and your craft, mm. I think is really cool that, you know, people see that and kind of give you your flowers and that's in the, yeah, right? yeah, just like it's Cardi did blessing. with her, where it's, it's like, you know, Cardi, you know, didn't have to do these things, whatever, but she's a badass yeah. chick. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of the same not, thing. You know? Yeah, you're right. It is kind of the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm forever gra- uh, grateful for Ross, Jeter, and the whole MMG. And actually, Adam from Hardeen was the one who uh, connected that connected the dots with that okay so let's talk about that you're a harding ambassador how mm-hmm. does how did that even come about is it just because you're an avid weed smoker did you you're just that business savvy how did that come well that come into play um well i came to vegas one time my buddy chill was like um uh you know i was like i would do the tourist thing which is would go to planet 13 I didn't know any better at the time. And then uh, when I when I landed one day, Chill was like, man, you got to stop going to Planet 13. You got to come to this place, Hardeen. And me being stuck in my ways and being so loyal, I'm like, man, I'm not going nowhere but Planet 13. He said, nah, bro, you got to come. So he kind of forced me to go, right? Uh, but when I got there, like, I was greeted with such, like, warmth and, like, it was such a welcoming. Like, they knew it's me. Like since, a family. Like, yes, it's like, like they know me since, like, forever. And I'm like, yo, this is this is a vibe, right? See, but that's I feel like, and I don't even know where they're from. But the East Coast, we, we like that. It's like it's like some long lost family member. You're like, yeah. come on in, everybody's yeah. welcome. Everyone, come on it, out. It was a vibe. So I walk up in there, you know, they they get they give they bless me with weed. Uh, you know, they're taking me upstairs to the private lounge to hang out. I'm meeting the owner, and I'm just like, man, this is a vibe. So then I just start, you know, I follow them on Instagram. And I like the brand so much that I started branding them before I even had a, a contract with them. So it came organically. Yeah, I just was like, you know what? I, I fuck with this dispensary. I fuck with the brand and everything they're doing. I'm like, I'm going to brand them. I'm just going to brand them with whatever I'm doing. You know, I'm going to, I shot a video with Jada Kiss. I took their duffel bag and I put it in the music video. Dope. And um, um, I think even before that, I started bringing other rappers through there. When everybody went to Vegas, I was just sending them there. And I was doing all that work really just without getting paid. But, you know, I already, I kind of sometimes, you know, I tell everybody you can't do everything for money all the time. You know what I mean? Because it pays off in other ways. I feel like, again, like, you know, this is the mentality of, like, doing things because I feel like organically things, other things, better things come into light. 100%. It's like when you kind of got to give back to get back. 100%. The more you give in those in this world, the better. That's that's how that's how that's how it works. That's how the universe works. Blessings on blessings on blessings. I'm a big manifester. I'm a big like speaking things into existence 100%. and like doing that stuff. That's why I feel like if you really, I never endorse things that I don't wouldn't fully support. That's just for a bag because it's like everybody could do that. But it's like I want it to be the best. And if I'm endorsing it, like then uh, it's you know you put your name behind it, and your name is everything. You 100%. know, you have that's what part of your branding is. If even if you're smoking weed. Still with your Anything. Music game, you know? I, there's there's so, so like, many things that people do on the daily that they already do, and they don't notice that they could, if they just brand it, they could they could monetize it 
and turn it into a stream of, stream of income. So have you always been this business savvy? Or is I'm, it? I think throughout the years I became more as I got older, but um, I've always been independent, you know, so, uh, with, with the music, you know, so I was forced to learn the ins and outs of how it works on my own, you know what I mean? If you could have your ideal versus, who would it be? Ideal versus? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was there for I was I was side by side with Jadakiss and the Locks when they uh, battled Dipset, and it was it was the Definitely craziest awesome. experience. It was dope. It was no, fun no, just watching it. I wasn't there, but I'm like, no, you no, got an Instagram in my kitchen, and I'm like, ah. And I, I, I said, I don't want to brag about this, but like, you it, should, was, brag. it was so legendary that I didn't know it was legendary. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Like yeah. we were so caught up in the moment, and we didn't know I that hi- that, that history was being made till after. Yeah. But I think that that's the great part of like being in the moment, not, you know what I mean? Not worrying about other stuff, but enjoying what it is. And then knowing that, that you're a part of that, makes it even more euphoric. Like, I know it was damn. crazy. You're like, oh, like it don't, it don't really hit you. You know, they said uh, there's a, there's a quote and then I, I always say it cause of this, cause of what happened at the verse. They say that when you're making history, they say you never know when you're making history. Facts. You could, and it's true. We didn't know. Like we're so caught up, like yo, you bad, yo, yo, I can't believe. Oh, oh. It was like you know, then the it next, brought you back to a time, you know what I mean? Where it's like the next day we sign on to the internet and we're like, dude, because you were mad fucked what up the after fuck that. Did so it you happen? didn't even look at the internet after the after. No, nah, we weren't. We were like, yo, like Jada. How drunk did you get that? Night? Nah, I, you know, I'm, I'm I don't drink too much. I'm gonna okay, be honest okay. with you. I'm a big smoker. How much did you smoke? Oh, a lot. You were, you were I smoke a, a lot every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Jadakiss was in the in the in the in the locker room like it was it was like we won a, a, a championship like we won a championship. He even uh, remade the Kobe picture. He took the mm. the jacket over and he had the champagnes, and it, like we were so caught up in the moment, man. But it, it was it was legendary. So for me to say like what well, what verses can I see after that? I don't know, man. Madison Square Garden, Dipset, the locks. It don't really get like you know. Okay, well, like okay, I'll, I'll take away the. Experience. Experience part. Who uh, music-wise, if you like, who are two people that you think that you know deserve them to go side by side? I would love to see. I would love to see um, Jay Z. Okay. Go against like. Who does Jay Z go against? Drake. Mm, I don't know though. It, that that would be a good one, but hard because it's like old head, young head, like. But they both got extensive catalogs to go against each that's other. That's why it makes it because it's all good music. Who's gonna who's, who's gonna who's gonna, gonna last throughout the know, verses longer? Jay Z is all. I'm a Jay Z. I mean, I love Drake. Don't get me wrong, but Jay Z is where it started. I mean, you know, Jay Z. Look, listen. Like to get through. Like that's just like nah, like Jay Z all day. But great battle. But he too, he needs to just be a thinking, little older. He needs listen, to be a little older to ride that. Look, ride. just just thinking about just thinking about like as let's say if you're going against Jay Z on a versus, just thinking about that you got to go against Reasonable Doubt as the first album. It's just that, like it's how tough. do you recover? Yeah, like that's, what do that's you tough. do? But again, like you know, obviously Drake's catalog is great. But, Drake got a, but Drake's it, catalog but it's is extensive. Pieces where it's like. I don't know. It's the same thing as like Lil Wayne and Nas fans. You know what I mean? Like it's just there's like a deeper connection that people either get and like the surface level of what people are going through. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a very big divide. You know, it's a divide. I know. It's, 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 that's a good one though. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But that's yeah. I like I like that. Who is your first celebrity crush? 
for a celebrity crush. Is there someone that you maybe, you know, the magazines back in the day? I'm trying to think. Either just a music video, you know, something, TV. Like, I don't know. Like, I remember the era girls, like, you know, like the Stacey Dashes in the 90s or like uh, Cindy Crawford or like we was even talking about like Pamela Anderson in like the Baywatch days. Like, yo, it's just, she was like. It was a thing. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, fire. yo, that was a big thing. So, so yeah. you were watching Baywatch on like I wasn't watching Baywatch, but those are the girls I remember, you know what I mean? Okay, so was one that stuck out more than the other? Mm, not really. Did no. you ever meet any of these, you know, people that you saw you know along and put like, you know, the dogs? I together? met you. So that means you're a Alexis Texas fan. Oh yeah. Who doesn't know Alexis Texas? I mean, there's one thing of knowing and then there's knowing. Yeah. So when they you know, when Frenchie said that you're as a matter of, no, as a matter of fact, I got a funny story for you. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. You ready? I love funny stories. I'm on South Beach. I'm a young buck around this time. I'm like... How old are you currently? 36. Okay. Yeah. Same age. Yeah. Um, I'm like 22 at this time. We on South Beach. We chilling. There's a strip club still to this day. It's on Washington, right? I already know what you're going to say. Okay. You know which one it is. You got to know which one it is. Well, because it looks it like your, I own it. It has like, your picture up there. <laughs> it's... um, Fuck. I... If, well, it'll come to me because it's on the spot. But I know exactly what you're talking right. about because they did ask me to use my image at the time. But I did not know that it would be for that many years. No, at this point, you need to And I was on taxis. I was on, like, everything. At this point, it's changed over now. But. Yeah, yeah, you need to renegotiate the terms if you're still up there. It's exactly. It's been the... I mean, yeah. we, we, and we need an advance on that. <laughs> You guys made a lot of money go, on that poster. You, you better go handle your business. <laughs> you better go get me my back. The thing is, is yeah, that's a funny story. Okay, so you <laughs> don't tell that. me that. <laughs> next time, don't tell me that. I'll pull up. Next time we're in Salvage, I'll, I'll pull up. Don't want to listen. Hey, it's got to come down, or <laughs> it's gonna be an issue. Sir. So yes, back to the back, back to the story. So I go up in there. I'm, I'm on Washington Street. <laughs> me and my boys at the strip club. I'm like, what? Alexis Texas is in here? Oh, I, I'm like, are was, you kidding me? You thought I was in there. I bet you that happens a lot to them. It does. I mean, when you're not young and naive, it should. It probably happens to a lot of people, right? And you can't even drink in there. It's like I was gonna get to that. <laughs> now, so now, so not only do I get bamboozled and I pay to get in there, but then they pay? tell me I don't even remember it at the time. It was something astronomical. Yeah. That was. <laughs> then they tell me you can't drink here. Mm -hmm. You gotta. It's, it's BYOB. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you could bring beers. So my boy's like, yeah, I'm going to go grab a six-pack. I'm like, yo, where's the Lexus Texas? They're like, oh, no, this is just the picture. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, yo, bro, get me the fuck out of here. Madonna's. Madonna's. That's, that's the name of it. I was like, I knew it was going to come to me as soon as that happened. And, yeah, that I'm. it's funny because I never really thought that part would happen. I do have gotten several friends like, even, like, when the owner's from Starlets, he was like, uh, girl, you know that your whole face is over here, you know, they're using it. I was like, I know. I was like, it's, just, I was like, I know. I was like, thank you for telling me. I was like, I did. Again, this was like. How long ago was this? This was probably like 10 years ago at Yo, least. Yo, it's a wrap. We got to negotiate those terms. <laughs> That's a fact. But that was the thing. It was like, some of them were, were um, taxis, which is just like two years ago stopped being them. And now I think it's um, booby trap or one of those whatever things, whatever. But. Oh, booby um, trap on the river? Yeah, yeah, those are my guys over there. It's a good time over there. I actually haven't been there in a long time. I, mm -hmm. I kind of stopped going to Miami. Too. I used to go to Vegas. Are you all a strip club now. type of person? Um, I used to be. So you have to like big asses if you're an Alexis Texas fan. So yeah. did you leave immediately? Did you see any girls and you just I left, you left immediately? You were pissed. Yeah, I left immediately. 
So you're okay. So now you really. I wasn't pissed. I was just like, this is bullshit. Well, it's, you know, I mean, in a sense, although it does not say I'm starring there, but it does look like I own the club. Maybe I I should just go buy it from him and just be like, look. Hey. You know? But the problem with that is, is that it had legal problems from a long time ago about a minor either i don't exactly know the situation but their liquor license got taken away yeah i don't know how they so they've been in legal they've been in legal like situations forever it's because he owns like a lot of florida the owner of like that thing so i think that he funds it maybe other ways i don't really know what it's for but i haven't been there in years but my face is definitely still on it yeah well i'm gonna fun times (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is your dating life currently? You're, you know, you're working all the time with your music. Mm-hmm. You seem like you're a business entrepreneur. Do you have time for relationships? I'm actually engaged. Engaged. Mm-hmm. How long have you been together? Uh, six years. Nice. How mm-hmm. does she handle the fame? It's tough. It's okay. tough on her. I try to make it easy, as easy as possible. I like that. I feel like as long as you have, you know, you communicate, have boundaries, and, you know, you can live a true life. It's still tough. What makes you smile? Um, waking up. Nice. Mm-hmm. What is your craziest fan interaction? Do you have any? Craziest fan interaction would have to be when um, I met this fan in Vegas one time at a show. She was Mexican. I never looked at it this way, but she was like, I love that you rap in in, um, in English, but you don't try to sound like a Spanish West Coast rapper. Mm. You sound like an East Coast. And she's like, she, I, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell if you were Spanish or black. You know what I mean? And she's like, and she, she told me, she's like, she's like, you're representing for La Raza. And I was like, damn, that's deep. I'm like, I ain't yeah. know, I ain't know. Like, you know, I, there was a market for me on the West Coast mm-hmm. with, with, with that I haven't tapped in. So it kind of opened my eyes and, um, that was Things one of my craziest. For a lot of reason. That was one of my craziest. I was I was bugged out. I'm like, because mind you, I'm in the, I'm from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. All we know is New York, Jersey, Connecticut, Long Island. We bounce around, and we stay in our own bubble. You know, we almost think like we're the shit. Like you know, like we're the shit. We're like ah, oh, we're the East Coast. But I think it goes back again <laughs> to like where you should feel that way. You nah, know what facts. I mean, it's a craft of whatever, and like it's it's even a, an added bonus when you hear other things like that, or you get the that love that that you know excitement that your music is really touching people in other ways of just your music. Yeah, it means it's a lot in to the, me. It's like the the sentimental of why you really sat down and did yeah, it. Yeah, it means a lot to me. Now, as far as like crazy interaction with fans, I try to like. Like any, like, like I really try to like keep a a barrier. Yeah, like I try to, you know. Is that because you're engaged? No, no, just in general, because with people, you just gotta be careful, you know. Just in general, you know. Okay. Like you let somebody in that you just met an hour ago, they can destroy something you've been building 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? You just never know nowadays. You know what I mean? I think always, but Mm -hmm. yes. You know, I feel like nowadays it's just a lot more crazier. I'm, Things I'm, are happening in the world. But I feel like I think that's just how you're raised, though, too, of, like, how you move and, like, what is what you know and what you're not going to find Super militant. Out. You know what super I mean? Super militant. <laughs> super militant. What are or who ha, who do you go to advice for? Um, I don't have nobody, like, specifically. Okay. You just keep a good circle around you that you discuss things or yeah, do you, you know, is you know, it internal? 
I got different people. I call for different things. I called my cousin yesterday because I want to get get tur- a turkey done. He's a chef, and I wanted to pay him to make me a turkey for Thanksgiving. I call him for that. Mm-hmm. Or if I need uh, financial advice, you know, I talk to certain friends. You know, it all depends. You know what I mean? What would you say is the best advice you've ever gotten? Best advice I ever gotten. There's a Spanish saying that the Cubans say all the time. In Spanish, it's called "el que no oye consejo no llega viejo," and it's uh, the one who doesn't take advice won't make it to to an older age. In Spanish, it sounds better. In English, in English, it don't translate the same. Yeah, it don't translate the same. So, what does that mean to you? Well, you gotta always be open to advice. You know, you gotta not have an ego, and uh, you gotta just be open to listen because there's so many different perspectives and point of views. You know what I mean? You got to be able to be open to see all of them and then take whatever you think is good and, and run with it. What are top? Th- what are your top three rules that you live by? Top three rules? Mm-hmm. I'm an old school guy, you know? Okay. I'm like... Um, so what is that? Define what that means for private talk. Like loyalty. Like, you know, if I got an enemy, he's your enemy. Okay. You know, like I don't like people that play two sides of the fence. Um, so that's one. Loyalty. That's one. Um... Don't lie. Okay. Just keep it real no matter how hard it is. And, and like, always work hard. Like, 150%. All right. What is, would you say, is your social media weakness? I know you, you know, obviously use it for promotional reasons, but is there something that you personally, if you have some free time, that you like more than the other? Um, I watch, I mean... Man, social media nowadays is just out of control, man. Like, for men, I feel bad for men because, they, you know, men just must be going through, like, it must be crazy mentally what men are going through but nowadays. But explain what that means. Well, Why? because you get on Instagram now, and the first thing you see is just ass, 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 ass all day long. Okay. Before you even get to some type of good information... But isn't that based off of what you're following? It is. And your algorithm? But it's my so it's who? the industry it's the industry that I'm in, you know what I mean? So like what do you do when it's just in your face all the time? You gotta follow certain people. What do you do? Well, you know, you just gotta be strong. How many OnlyFans memberships do you have? Zero. You're not an Alexis Texas OnlyFans member? I'm a shock. No, nah, I'm not. Rude. You're not supporting? Thought we were friends. We're gonna make money other ways. <laughs> You're gonna go get the bag at Madonna's. That's what well. You're we're gonna, gonna make. We're gonna make a couple bags. You know. Mm, I like your your uh, positivity, and I like that your ambition. I think that I feel like you seem very business minded, and you know what you're talking about, or you stand to what you believe in. You know, so I feel like that some people like try to fake and think like, oh, I know everything, which is never a good quality to have because there's always room for growth. There's always uh-huh. room for you know learning. A man who thinks he knows everything knows nothing. Facts. Hmm. Let's. See what Miss Texas wants to ask you. What's the best go. pickup line that you have ever used? Do you um, I got, I got a couple. Okay, let's let's hear your your uh, your pickup lines, Russell. That's, um, um, you want to touch this? Touch my touch my jacket. What, what material is this made of? Mm, I don't know. Hubby material. Mm, is that how you got your fiance? Yeah, see, I like I like I like to keep the jokes a little corny. I just I like to make them laugh, you know. Okay. I think that's what life is all about. So, what's the other one? That was um, one. 
How many times have you used that? Is that what? Yo, that, that, be, is that your go-to though? Nah, I'm gonna be because honest with you. Honestly, that one wasn't that great. It was it's cute, not. It's but cute. but you know what I mean. I was expecting more from you, Mesa. Um, on a scale from one to ten, you're a nine, and I'm the one you need. Mm, that one's better. I like you know, that. I got a couple. You All know right, what I mean? Third. But they don't. I don't use them like that. Like they don't just come. Yeah, out. but you also know which one. Like you're like, oh, that bitch needs this one. This girl needs this one. Because you know <laughs> yeah. it's different types of girls. Like it's the same thing if you like Casamigos or Don Julio. You just know how you're gonna talk to somebody. It's just a little different. The same way I know with the dude how he's dressed to what it is, what he needs, and what I'm gonna tell him and spit in his ear. It's just what it is. And then let's say if it's like uh, if it's like a sexy vibe, I'll tell the girl, I'm like, yo, I'll be like, look, now I gotta talk mean to you, look, to get it out of you. Nah, nah. Look, <laughs> I see what type of dude you are. You like that? It should be. You wanna be an alpha? Nah, nah, nah. You nah. always tell you what that sexy moment saving, is. I was gonna save it for the third one. You know, All I right, can't okay, give it, okay. give it to you. The lead up, the lead up. Yeah. Thomas, um, Texas to sexy vibe one. What, what happened? The sexy vibe one would be. Uh, uh, um, I heard you. I heard your grades ain't good, girl. This D won't hurt. Did you use in high school? I, nah, I didn't You're too that. old to be saying that now. What? <laughs> I haven't said it in a while, but I'm just saying. Like I, I remember saying that in one of my songs. You know what I mean? I heard. What was it, Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> I heard your grades ain't good, girl. This D won't hurt. Okay, okay. Lyrically, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> The sexy time, the sexy vibes get a little. Sexy you know. time, I just, I just, you know, I talk nasty. You, you know talk what I mean? nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, nasty talker. We'll see how nasty you are in this truth with Texas. That's Relax. a little bit later. This, <laughs> this is the warm up before the, you know, tutorial. Really <laughs> Have you ever gone through your partner's phone? Are you um, when I was phone? younger. Okay. Yeah, now I and never, really, never. no, at all. I could care what less. is your get you in the mood playlist? If you um, want sexy time with your fiance, is there a playlist or a type of, you know, do you play your own? She music? loves 90 R- 90s R&B. Okay. She loves that. I ain't mad at that. Mm-hmm. Do you ever fuck to your own music? Uh, depends on the song, yeah. I have though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you carry around condoms prior mm. to your fiance? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have one one child. Okay. And it's with her. I never got no other woman pregnant in my life. Okay. So you were always <laughs> strapped and ready to go. 100%. Have you ever sent a nude to the wrong person? Never. Have you ever sent a nude? Dick pic. Dick pic? Yeah. Is it incriminating? Is your face in it? Or is it just Never incriminating. No face, no case. (laughs) No face, no case. (laughs) Favorite way to receive affection? What is your love language? Food. Food? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So acts of service. It's funny you say that. She says she calls it the same thing. <laughs> I well, because it's your love language. It's either like, you know, you know, there's other ones, but that's like you like when it's she It's funny. Says. She, when she watches it, she's going to be like, oh, see, I told you. <laughs> Women know things, you know, it's an yeah. intuition, but you like her to like. I mean, I just, I feel like guys in general, I mean, you got to understand, I was raised all women. Okay. Um, I was raised to sit down at the table, everything was served for me. Like, I was just raised a certain way, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, I know. I think I feel like sometimes people think because it's the old school thing, like, oh, that's like something that I think that most people don't talk or think that happens anymore. But I think it needs to be communicated more is because if that's what you were raised with and that's what you need from a partner, then that's valid. Well, I feel like not even like but what when I- people don't speak about that. That's what they expect from their partner. That's when it comes into like a different situation where it's like, you know what I mean? How do you give and receive things if you're not asking for or telling yeah. you what you need? Yeah, yeah. You definitely communication is, is definitely 
a, a very important, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's just like, I feel like as men, men gotta carry themselves as, as like young kings, you know what I mean? So it's like, you're a king, you carry yourself that way. And it's like, certain, it's nothing like, I feel like women are, nowadays, they'll look at it like, oh, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna cook for no man, but you know, like, I go, I go above and beyond for mine, you know? Like, I'm, I'm the chef in my house, so you know, I, I cook for my wife, you know, I, I cook for my son. I think that the narrative behind that, I don't think that you're wrong, but I think that it's an over-embellished thing where I feel like, I think in partnership and having those kind of qualities of doing those acts of service comes with the safety of your relationship and not just a, a booty call and then like they're just, whatever, you know what I mean, in those situations where I feel like when people or women are like, oh, I'm not going to cook for you. Okay, but are you in a relationship or are you in a situationship? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think it's like when you, when you pass that and there's no gray area and it's black and white of what it is and you're giving and doing whatever it is, mm -hmm. your partner is going to want yeah, to equal. please you 100%. in whatever way that you need to be pleased. If that's making sure your meal at, at whatever time is needed or whatever, you you know, whatever the love language is. Yeah, because when, I, I, you know, when you treat your woman like a queen, she's going to do them things automatically. But man. that comes in a safe space mm -hmm. of what you have built together. Exactly. Where I think the embellishment of like, oh, all women don't think this. No, but I also am not going to give anything to some fuck boy who thinks that they can just come over and get whenever they please. And there's I mean, a lot. We're not there's in a, a relationship. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that that's. There's, and there's a lot the of fuckboys right now, too. That's the thing, but too. But I think it's the time that we're in of, like, how you said and the whole thing of, like, when you open your Instagram, there's so much ass, ass, ass. And even for me, being coming from my background of adult entertainment, I agree with you that there's just so much, there's so much access to everything. There's an excess of It's an overload. It's an overload of, like, so it's easy to swipe. It's easy to, you know, go to, like, filter people really quickly without dealing with, in, like, your internal issues if you want a relationship and the honesty of what that means you know what i mean and they think they, that's the problem with now is that you don't like something fine fuck you there's somebody else that's, that's the problem you know, there's tinder there's bumble there's all these other things you know what i mean and people forget that you can go meet someone at a restaurant or a bar or in a social setting and mm -hmm. i think that it's kind of shied away from that so it's created this fuck boy like era and fuck girls, too, to be honest. Yeah, like it, it's, it, it goes it's equal. both ways. It's you know, equal. It's the same yeah. thing as someone who just wants a meal. You know what I mean? Like, stay home, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. The same thing with a dude. Be honest. If you want to fuck the girl, fuck the girl. Don't say that you want a relationship and all these other things. I think mm -hmm. that, you know, honesty and why I love my podcast is it's, it's about communication. You know, it doesn't matter what field we're in or whatever. It's like we can have a common conversation. And just about equality of people, relationships, like lifestyle type of situations that people need to know, like, you know, yeah, where I mean, you come from, where I come from and how that blends and how you can have a conversation, even if I agree with you or I and still respect each other's views, you know, and that's the problem. It's like it becomes so like off, you know, the top where you don't like something. Well, bye. Well, OK, well, why can't you talk about it? And not in a derogatory way, but in mm -hmm. a conversational situation, I think it gives growth and listening to I think, your fans and stuff like that. Some people don't ask you the type of questions I've asked, you know, and so it's like opening and seeing the full you and getting to know those inner things that maybe your fiance is the only one who gets to know. Mm -hmm. You know, the vulnerability I think is really key and a big part and component of my growth of my who I am and like where I am overall in my brand. And I think that more people need to, you know, tap into that. Um, I think people educating themselves on learning how to uh, communicate and understanding how to maneuver through uh, emotions, you know, sitting down with a with a ther with a therapist and going to see a psychologist helped me out a lot too. Cause, you know, there's 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 things that are embedded in you that you pick up unknowingly. How did you get to that route? Was it 
did you have something happen that made you force you to go to counseling or you just well i needed to change my i needed to change because i became a father so I, i i couldn't um i just needed to i needed to grow you wanted something better for him yeah, it, just yeah, yeah. I mean, I needed to better myself so I could, so I can provide a better future for him, you know. For sure. And communication is is key, and and uh, learning how to not take things personal, and it, it's it's a hard balance, and a lot of people are missing that today because it, it's just not. I was missing it until I educated myself on it, and I saw that I was doing things that out that that were like embedded in me since I was young, un, like I said, unknowingly. Generational. Yeah, and it's kind of I had to go back and rewire it's you know well it's because we're all programmed you know Mm -hmm. we're not nobody's perfect there's not a manual how to parent there's whatever but you know you know everyone's right and wrong is different and Mm -hmm. i think it's you know it's important for adults in regardless of what happened to us or you know individually Mm -hmm. to finding a space where you can rewire yourself to your own program that works for you and your family 100 percent so I congratulate you. I feel like there are more people need to, you know, take those steps to kind of. One hundred percent. I think everybody like needs to take those steps. It's not talked about enough. Where it's like it, people think it's like bad or it's taboo. It's like why does it need to be bad? Because you have someone who's not in your circle who has a non-biased situation, you know, mm-hmm. attachment to it, giving you proper advice of how to delegate your emotions and knowing that that's a safe space as well. Yeah, it, it's it it'll, it'll it'll help you in your daily life. It'll help you even when you're making, uh, having business conversations. Sometimes business conversations, when you talk numbers, they get a little hectic, mm-hmm. you know? Even in business, it'll help you because you'll know how to speak to somebody. You know, when somebody's throwing something negative at you, you gotta how to maneuver. Yeah. If you could change jobs, would you? And if so, what would it be? Um, I always said if I wasn't a rapper, I would want to be like a Navy SEAL. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why a Navy SEAL? What what fascinates you about a Navy SEAL? I just love I love like I love the idea of going on a mission. Okay. I love the idea of like like just being like yo, you're a special operations team. You guys got exclusive information. You guys are gonna go do certain things. Okay. You know, and I just love I I love that. You know, okay. I love do you the watch clearance those types of movies. Yeah, I do. All the time. Not all the time, but I, I you know What's I always your- say that. That's something I've always said. I, I I was I almost went to the military too, you know. At a very young age, I was gonna go to the army. What stopped you? Um, it's paper uh, paperwork. I had a lot of problems in the streets, warrants. I had like you know. I wanted to just. I was doing so bad outside in my neighborhood that I was just like, yo, let me just fucking get myself in the military because mm-hmm. it was the kind of like the only saving I really had. You know what I mean? Was but like it didn't work day. out though. Everything works out for a reason. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you regret saying no to? Maybe regret uh, not going to my uh, to the Yankee game with my with my buddy, because that was the last time I got to see him. Shit mm-hmm. like that, you know. Okay. You know I mean? Are you a Yankee or a Mets fan? <laughs> <laughs> You know the answer to that. <laughs> I'm going to assume you're a Yankees fan because yeah, you said the Yankees game. I am mm-hmm. a Yankee fan myself. I used to be a big Dieter Derek Jeter fan. Stop. You're from Texas. Him. You're a Rangers fan. Yeah, but no. First of all, my family's from the Bronx. Okay. Mili- Educate me because mil- I don't know. I'm a military brat. Okay. So they're from my, both my parents are from New York. And so, yeah, boogie down Bronx. Know about it. 
But yeah, I spent my summers there. I was been a month there in in New York, so I always like had a special place in New York to this day. I mean, there's nothing like there's nothing like no. And that's the thing is like being from Texas, but I was born in Panama. I was born in Panama, and then when I was three, we moved to Texas. So Texas is the only thing I ever really known. Um, What part of Texas? San Antonio area, a small town outside San Antonio, very small. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was very different, but I always, always felt like I didn't belong. Like I always knew there was more out there. That's why I, w- I appreciated my parents for allowing me to go spend summers in New York and like see other things and just not Texas. Um, I have a special place for Texas cause it raised me and molded who I was and gave me the, like the innocence that needed to keep me there for as long as it could. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I feel like that, but as far as like the East coast was always, more like to my soul, like more how I operated, how I was raised, how I was programmed to like kind of move. Um, and so, yeah, New York is always kind of a But now you're in LA, so you kind of like, a, you're a West Coast girl now. Um, You know, I don't really know what I identify as. I feel like I've definitely been in, in LA my whole like adult life um, since I was 21 and I got into the business. I'm 37 now. And I love LA too. I thought you were 24, 25. You wish. I'm like, fine, why not get better with time? Come on now. You said that you're a fan. Let's not get let's not get it twisted. Don't gas me up now. Look, look. You're gaslighting <laughs> you? You are for sure. I mean, you were trying to gas me up, but I don't think you're gaslighting, but there is a difference. But you know, I know how you talk to girls. Have you ever been kicked out of a place? Got kicked out of school. What'd you do? Rebel? Doing a whole bunch of things. What was the final straw that got you kicked out of school i was live going to school living out of district okay you got caught trying to go to a good school no nah, i just got caught you know by walking to school from like three towns over <laughs> they said they had already had tried to kick me out of many times before that but now they finally had okay. some solid evidence really anything that bad you had to been doing some stuff that was like on their radar because that's that seems like the official reason but. we're doing we're doing a lot of stuff growing up you know that we shouldn't be doing but uh i think every kid without guidance goes through that in a, in an urban neighborhood so if you could give your younger self advice what would you give yourself at this time i would uh stack my money and have my credit score like at an 830 at by like 22 23 okay good advice mm-hmm I like it. See, that wasn't that bad. Are you ready for Truth with Texas? Are you warmed up for the the harder questions? Nothing in life is that hard. <laughs> I like gratitude. I like gratitude. All right, my favorite part of the show is Truth with Texas. We're going to play a little game, and there's four aces. Each ace suit is a different type of question. Sexy or romantic, spicy, naughty, and kinky. We're gonna go through all of them and get to know you a little bit more intimately. Let's all right, go. here you go. Pick one? Yes, sir. Ace of? Diamond. Spicy question. Here we go. What is your worst hookup story? Worst hookup, so- worst hookup story? Yes. They can't all be great. Let me think. <laughs> Do I need to give you a button? Yo, I really can't remember. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Nothing is in the cut and sticks out of your mind. Nothing. 
Not really, man. No? Most embarrassing thing that's happened to you? Like when? Sexually. Sexually? Yeah. Okay, when I was like... This is truth with Texas. Don't lie to me, Texas. I got you. I was... I'll never forget this. I was 18 years old. Okay. All right? Set the tone. Miami. (laughs) South Beach. Bringing the heat. Okay, okay. I think I was at Mangos. Oh, Mangos. All right. Been there. It was popping. <laughs> I leave with this chick. She was older. So I'm like, I'm stunned that I'm... How much older? I think she was like 30-something. How old were you at the time? 20? 18. Oh, 18. My bad. I, I was a baby. Okay. <laughs> that ass a baby. So how are you in Mango's drink? Oh, you had a big X on your arm? Your hand? Nah, nah, listen. My 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 cousin was security at Mango's. He oh, worked there for a lot okay, of years. I was going to say, because it would be foul if she's 37, nah, my, you got big Xs. And nah, listen. Here, little boy. My aunt, my, and then I've always had a beard. You know, I've always had a beard. I always look older than I did because I've always would go to the liquor store and get the liquor for everybody in my neighborhood because I always looked older. Okay. I don't even know how I pulled that off at 16 years old, but you I just did. Felt it was confident. Sometimes if you just go up there and act like you know what, no yeah, one's going to question all. you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was doing. So uh, where was I at? Because you, you lost me. <laughs> what was the last thing I just said? You were said? in Mango's because your okay, cousin Mangos, was boom. in security. Leave with the girl, right? 37. She's, she's, she's the oldest chick. She was fly, bro. Now, mind you, I don't even have money at this time. I'm just a... Just she a, doesn't care. She's I'm a horny... Probably I'm just like a, sh- a chamac running the streets, right? <laughs> Long story short, bro. Like, yo, we end up having uh, doing the thing, right? Bro, I lasted like... Five no seconds. lie, bro. Five seconds. Bro, like not even a minute, bro. Then what's even? You want to know even worse? What's even worse than that? Please tell us. I fell asleep <laughs> right after. Ah, you're one of those. <laughs> nah, I'm not one of those anymore. I was a young lion, the young little baby cub, <laughs> in the wilderness. Isn't that when you're supposed to be in your crime? I mean, your crime, your pl- your prime. Like, nah. Talk. I'm so flabbergasted. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, my sex drive now is crazy. Like, I got into But I take care of myself. I take care of my body. I take care of what I eat. I eat certain things. You know, I fast a lot. So that has something to do with you being able to 100%. 100%. I mean, I don't have a dick, obviously, so I don't really know how that works. 100%. But, I mean, I guess the more healthy you are for me, I mean, I've always had a healthy sex drive. I can't really say that. But, yeah, I don't know. Can't complain. I can't compare. (laughs) Okay, mm-hmm. so were you always into cougars, or was that just a one night thing? And you're like, oh, I'm never going back again. Were you scarred? Well, I remember having a cougar with a motorcycle, <laughs> in my in Kendall. She was 42, and I was like 21. Were and you re- a sugar baby? Did these old ladies take care of you? <laughs> nah, not really. You just gave them the pipe. nah, cause I always been a hustler. Piping it down. Yeah, I was just a young, you know, young little young Nothing kid from the East Coast. Great. I was young and I got into porn. I'm 21. I was ready to go. <laughs> Alexis, I accidentally Texas. got into porn. It just happened. It came. It found me. Have you? What's the craziest place you've ever had sex? I'm glad it found. I think I can be half of all the men around the world. We're glad. Slow porn. clap. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Texas, for your service. You like how I said my the third person. You know, I, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate it. Much love. Craziest place you had sex? With my fiance in a shack in Mexico. Hot. In a sh- in a shack, like it was it was nighttime. Um, we was walking on the beach. We see this shack that has like surfboards in it. We opened it. 
and just fucked. Mexico. Nobody said nothing. Yeah, we got like we got a challenge. Like we 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 have had sex in like multiple oceans. Okay. Throughout like you know Turks and Caicos, the Bahamas. I like that for relationship goals. Yeah. I had somebody on on my uh, show yesterday, and she was saying that she seeks out caves because she likes her men would like be hikers, but she didn't hike, but she'd like to fuck in caves. So she oh would find these <laughs> hikes that had caves, and she'd fuck in them. And I was like. I mean, I've never heard of this. It's probably a fetish, but yeah. I, I like that. That point. sounds like a fetish, yeah. I mean, but I mean, if that's you are saying yours is a fetish, or even ocean fetish, apparently you want to. I be mean, I just think I just beaches. I feel like I feel like it's cool to say like, yo, we fucked in the Atlantic Ocean, we fucked in the Pacific but Ocean. But some people don't like fucking <laughs> in like water like that. It's not always that fun. It's fun for like a second, but it's not. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm it's not, not gonna finish and come in the ocean. I'd be nutting in the ocean. I'm not gonna front for a guy. Yeah, but a <laughs> yeah. girl, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. I mean, it's more sexy because it's like out in the open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the ex- exhibitionist part of it. Have you ever broken up with someone because they were bad in bed? Mm, no, not really, no. No? No. Can you give me an example of dirty talk? Dirty talk? I mean, yo, damn, I put my fiance's business out there. What do you tell your fiance? I tell her crazy shit, you know? Can you hear like a little sample? I'll be saying shit like. Just, talk, just say her name before that, and then it'll be good. <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> nah, she knows. She knows. She knows this for her. Um, I'll be saying crazy shit like I'll be like, y'all. Let me see. Example, come on. I'm coming. You can I mean, do it. I'll be like, um. I'm like, yeah, that's how you like you, you like daddy to fuck the shit out of you. Like, I be talking crazy. Mad like, crazy. And I be feeling like, as I'm, it's, it's crazy because when I talk to her like that, like, I, like, her pussy talks back to me. Like, you, you, you feel, like, I hear it. I'm like, she Damn. likes it. Yeah. I mean, everyone likes a good dirty mm-hmm. talk. Do you guys watch porn together? No. Nah. No? Have you nah. ever watched porn with her or a partner? In Turks and Caicos. Okay. Do you have a celebrity hall pass? Um, who do I say <laughs> that I tell all the time? <laughs> I think I tell the Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's your, your hall pass? Yeah, I, I feel like if it's going to be a hall pass, it's going to be Kim. Okay, Kim K. Hmm, last question for the spicy questions. Have you ever been thrown up on during sex? Negative. Negative. Always clean, always ready to go. 100%. No choking statuses. Bro, let me tell you, I got a story <laughs> with one girl that's crazy. Can I hear it? Yeah, 100%. Let's this girl it. used to like for me to slap her, and I was very uncomfortable because, you know, I, I, first of all, I've never hit a woman in my life. Okay. You know what I mean? But there's a difference from what I you're get, doing. I get it. I, now I, I Even know. slapping ass, there's a technique. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yo, it was so crazy. Like, this girl... Would. And if you don't know how to do it, dangerous. No, she would tell me, like, yo, slap me. <laughs> okay. And I'd be like. Yeah, but you have to know how to slap properly. And I'd be like, she's harder. Mm-hmm. And it's to the Same point thing. that it, like, it was so hard that I'm like, yo, I got to record this. Because I got to show this to my boys, bro. Because they got to see they gotta see this because this is crazy to me. Okay. So I recorded it. But wait, were you, was she like. On her knees, sucking your dick, and you're slapping her, or she no, was fucking like, and you were slapping her. Because what is she doing that no, you're just fucking slapping her? Like she was on top of a counter. Okay, that's hard. I mean, and you were just missionary. 
like like kind of. She's bent. Well, I mean, if you were nah, she's her, like she facing me, but like, like the, not hey, a counter, baby. but like like it was actually like a freezer. Okay. All right. So you recorded it, and she was for it. Yeah. So what happened? Bro, honestly, it, it was started. It, it started to. It was started to bug me out. I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> I'm like, where's the story going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. It started to bug me out. I'm like, yo, I don't know about slapping you though. <laughs> like, her face would be red. I'm like, yo, my my, God, my friends would be looking at the video, dying, laughing. I'm so like, did yo. you just stop? Yeah, I stopped. Yeah. You didn't finish. No, nah, I just stopped. Me. I just stopped fucking with her in general. Mm. Yeah. You didn't repeat offend. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I feel like, you know, that was one of the questions was, is, has someone been too freaky for you? That's a too freaky for you. Yeah, moment. that was a, that was definitely it. I was like, yo, listen, we got to have a talk. We're not going to turn this into <laughs> a domestic case. <SOB. laughs> All right. Next call. Have you have you guys slapped before? No, I'm not into that. Yeah, good. I'm not good. into bo- I'm not into like, like like physical harm. I'm not really my thing. Me, my, my ass slapped. Yeah. But only if a dick's inside of me, I'm not really like. And some people don't know how to slap, but you know, it's a whole other story. Ace of. Ace of. Spades. spades. Okay, naughty question. This is my favorite. Handcuffs or blindfold? Have you done either? Um, I haven't done neither of those actually, but I would okay, probably choose blindfold. Blindfold. I hate cuffs. Choked or spanked? Choked. Ever had a threesome? Yes. Lube or spit? Depends on the night. <laughs> Depends on how many blunts you've smoked. Depends on the night. Have you ever made a sex tape? Yeah, of course. Not a sex tape, but I mean, you know, record. On your phone, you've recorded. Yeah. What kind of outfits, if any, turn you on? Do you like your woman to dress up for you in lingerie? Yeah, I like lingerie. I love lingerie. So describe like a sexy night for you. Lingerie, the girl come but in the house. Going, are you going to like provide the lingerie for your lady? You want her to be dressed up? What do you want her? I like the element of surprise. I don't feel like I ha- like I, I kind of don't like having to like I do it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I be like yo throw the song or whatever. But I like the element of surprise. Like I only think it happens sometimes on Father's Day. That always happens on <laughs> Father's Day. Like I'll just randomly step outside the house, go get like something that I need, and when I come back. She's in high heels and, and, and lingerie and ordered like Ruth Chris. Nice. I mean, even now we're just telling her another, like we're manifesting that she's going to do it maybe one more time between then. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest turn off? What is something that a woman can just, you know, maybe pass present? Hygiene. Hygiene. Good one. Have you ever faked an orgasm? I have, yeah. What was the reasoning of this? I feel like I just found yo, out that you, men did you get, this. You get tired. You get ago. tired. And you're just like, yo, bro, it's like, you know, I'm done. Yeah, I said I came already. Boom. But why do but you I haven't just, done that in a long time. Why do you just say that, hey? Because like, girls, girls are sensitive. They take that stuff personal. Especially once you start, like, coming inside of a girl. That's it. I feel like I always say, like, a woman's brain, when she first meets a man and she's attracted to him, she puts up this fight, this wall, she's strong. The minute you have sex with her, it kind of scrambles her brain a little bit. The minute you start coming inside of her, that's it. It's over. 
Yes, to certain degrees, but I feel like it's levels of what's behind you coming inside of her. And what are you telling her behind? Are you pillow talking and telling the truth? Are nah, you not? There's I mean, a lot. Are you matter. gaslighting? Just, we used the, this word It earlier. doesn't matter. I feel like those things don't matter. I feel like once you take it to that, that's a real personal thing for a woman. And it's just like. But I don't even back. I mean, if you back it up, I don't even think. I think just fucking in general and like having a, you know, if it's a. a something that's a, not a one-time thing is emotional for anybody. I think that people forget that, yes, sex can be sex, but most people that are not in porn are not fucking for just pleasure like that. Like, you're doing it because they want a connection. They want, you know, something that, so therefore that comes with the, like, I feel like you know, people really can't be booty calls. Like, yeah. it always comes with more. Yeah. Have you ever had a crazy fan story where they like you've actually slept with the fan and they wanted more? Um, not really, no. No. I try to keep my distance. Have you ever fucked a fan? No, nah, not really. Not I knowing. Really, I really, I never really. Like I always dealt with the same girls. Okay. I was never really like type of guy to be with like mad like just. I was always on the grind, you know what I mean. So like, same girls I know my whole life, you know what I mean. Okay. So. So it was like your roster. He just kind of like repeated it. Yeah. Even even my fiance, we dated in high school. Hmm. Okay. We know we, we from the same neighborhood. All right. Role playing. Do you like it? Hell yeah. What's your favorite kind Sometimes of? Sometimes I try to play like I'm like like a um, I'm I'm her boss at work or like I know there's this gym teacher she works with, and uh, I be fucking with her. I'm like, oh, did she coach today? <laughs> And she's like, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be fucking with her. She's like, stop, babe. And she loves it. Yeah, she, she laughs. You know, I just fuck with her. You gotta so keep it, it spicy. Does it actually turn you on? Or do you do it because you just like to be funny? Um, honestly, I like, <laughs> honestly, I like the idea of, of another guy wanting my girl and then me having to be like an alpha, like, nah, that's my girl. So. Do you want her to flirt back a little? Nah. Nah. Nothing disrespectful, you know. Nah, I mean she's she's in general she's a flirt, you know. Mm. Like I and I know when I'm not around, she's even more of a flirt, you know what I mean? Okay. But uh she's very she's a very respectful girl, you know what I mean? That's just her nature. She's she's nice like that. Mile high club, yes or no? Not yet. Not yet. I like that. Open ended. Have you ever had sex with someone in the room? No. <laughs> no. Well, you had a threesome, so technically. With someone in this room? No, like someone in the room, just in general. Like if someone was, if you're having sex and maybe somebody's in the other room fucking oh, other people. Oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> I started looking around. I was so confused by the question. I was like, I looked around. I was like. <laughs> what kind of weed are you smoking over there, Jardine? What is this? <laughs> Shout out to Jardine. <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, like yeah, you know, I mean, yo, we guys, you know, guys, like you know, when you when your brothers, you grow up together, like and you're young, you know, you see you see your guys, your fucking friends, dick all the time. You know what I mean? Like, go on vacation with your friends, you know, when you were younger. So it's not, it doesn't phase you. Nah. So definitely fuck somebody in, when somebody's in the room. Well, when I was younger, I don't know about now. Okay. All right. Fair. Next card. Ace of Hearts. Romantic. Would you consider yourself a romantic? Or would your fiance would consider you a romantic? I think so. I think she I think so. What's the most romantic thing you've done for her? Um, Is that putting you on the spot? No, it's not at all. <laughs> not at all. I stay up to date with that type of stuff. Um nice. 
I don't know, man. I just do a lot all around. It's just not. I don't. I, I, I cater to her every day. You know what I mean? So what is her? Well, let's back up. We know yours is like acts of service. What is her love language? How does she like to receive love? Spend time. Okay, quality time. Yeah, no phones. The phone is like a big. Because even something like that, I think, is romantic. If that's how you receive love, it's like for what you put in the effort, knowing that you're busy and doing whatever, and like kind of just tuning everybody out. I feel like that could be something that's romantic. It just depends on your partner. Yeah. Sex on the first date. Depends, man. <laughs> Giving or receiving. What? What kind of partner are you? What's going down first? You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go down and do what I do first. Okay, you know so I mean? you're you're giving. You're mm-hmm. a giving partner. Lights on or lights off? Uh, bedroom light off, but the but maybe another light in the distance on, so I can still see kind of like a silhouette. What are deal breakers for you in a relationship? In relationships. Definitely don't want a girl that that none of my friends had. Okay. So. No homie hopping. Doesn't matter about her body count. Nowadays, you can't really, you can't really like, you know, maybe back in the day, everything was more enclosed, but nowadays you can't really, how are guys holding women accountable for body counts when they got like 150 bodies? <laughs> like, and guys start at an early age. You get me? I mean, I feel like there's a double standard for everything. I mean, you, if you ask me, I have a lot of information to say about it because I've been called a lot of things, but that doesn't face me either way. And my body count is, you know, it's there because I've been in porn for 15 years. But also in the same time, it's always the same type of person or, you know, plethora of people. So that's really not that much. But how many times? It's a lot. But I feel like it's all about, you know, where you are now. I feel like but it's like, about... If I want to say nowadays, because I don't want to, like, misguide, like, anybody watching and saying, like, yo, or guys. Because, yo, you can meet a good girl that just... You know, it is what it is. Well, like, I think it was just like somebody recently said it was like, oh, I don't want her, I know my, my, my female or my chick to have too many bodies or whatever. But it's like at that point, too, like if you have a connection, and you're in love with that person. Does it really matter? I don't think so. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I'm biased. Who knows? I don't think so. What I is think- your favorite part of body on the opposite sex? Big booties. You like curves or just the ass? Yeah, I like I like I like a fat ass. Okay, dinner date or movie date? But I do both on the same night. If you had to pick one or the other, which would you pick? Definitely movies. Movies. What's yeah. your favorite movie? Rocky. Rocky. Okay. Is there a number of a Rocky or just Rocky in, in general? Oh, I feel like number part people you know always say yo part four, but if you want to like judge it by like the raw acting of it, part one. The one. Okay. Yeah. All right, last question is the kinky questions. Let's see. Have what's the most number of times you've had sex in a day? Seven. Seven. Yeah. What is a sex skill that you are most proud of? Um, the way I eat pussy. Okay. Have you ever woken up to someone that you did not know their name? No. Do you have any fetishes? 
Not really. Not into feet. Not into maybe ass fetish. No? You no. just like it all the way around. Yeah. All right. Last question. Let's see. Where is somewhere that you have always wanted to have sex? You have, you know, these oceans that you kind of let out. Bora. Bora Bora. Okay. Just anywhere in Bora Bora. Yeah, it don't matter. Doesn't matter. At where. that point, right? Like, I mean, the French Polynesian. This is your fantasy, not yeah. mine. Okay. Well, that is the end of Truth with Texas. I appreciate you getting mm. a little bit more candid, letting your fans know you a little bit more, letting your fiance hear some things that, you know, maybe she's going to take some note. Maybe she'll dress up for you. And then Miss Texas <laughs> will be endorsing this. So you have all the fun that you can. Is there anything you'd like to ask Miss Texas before you leave? Um, how, how, how is your... Um, how do you feel about your transition from doing porn to now hosting your own podcast and building this brand? How's that transition for you? How is the transition for me? Um, you know, I think everything is a challenge in the beginning. I've been doing this for this, you know, this is season four. I've been doing it for like, you know, which technically means almost like three years, four mm -hmm. years. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's for me, this is a passion. I love doing it. I love talking to people. I love connecting with people because it's like as much as we're in an industry where we're in entertainment, sometimes we just entertain our own crowd and fans that sometimes we don't always get to intermingle and get to know other creators mm -hmm. and people. So I feel like it's been a really great time for me to really sit down to see people that I may have not known, kind of known or seen in the scene a little bit, but got to know a little bit more from a conversation mm -hmm. instead of just like passing by and having a shot and nobody really knows, you know what I mean? It's really surface. Um, so I, I've loved it. I've enjoyed it. I feel like for me is that I've been in the adult entertainment business for 15 years, but porn doesn't define me. It's only a part of what I liked and how I expressed my sexuality. And it's also allowed me to create and have a, uh, a fan base that has allowed me to do other things and other tiers to create and continue my legacy. So I'm definitely fortunate to have a lot of gratitude for my fans that watch this and have supported me through everything I've done and having new friends and, you know, having your fan base support the show as well. And yeah, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, people love you. That's yeah, going to be, that's going to be for life. Yes. I feel like, you know, I feel like it's only, it was only the next thing that was right. Yeah. But. I have a lot of fun. Well, I'm happy that. for you. You know, I'm happy Thank that you, you uh, had me on the show and I look forward to like, you know, continue to bring the uh, brand awareness for your podcast. I look forward to like, you know, linking up with Hardeen for um, AVN in January. And um, of course, I appreciate you taking the time. I thank you for being so you know open. Some people sometimes have a little issue about being open, but I think that it's the more you know again vulnerable conversations that we can. I have. mean, it's 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 you it's know, it's, it's it a private talk with Alexis Texas. Like, what kind of conversation? Right. You do never you know what you're gonna get here at private talk. But, I mean, you know, I think you do know, but I, <laughs> you just but gotta I be ready. Everybody's <laughs> limit, and you, you know your your limit went a little further. So I appreciate it because some people I'm like, oh yeah, they're they're sweating over there, but no, you nah. held, you held your own. And um, I appreciate you. Is where can we follow and support you? You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. 100 Summers. Follow me the same thing for Twitter. And yeah, I'm active, man. Anything you need, just DM me. All right. You heard it, Private Talk. I hope that you love this episode. I know I enjoyed getting to know him a little bit better. And uh, make sure you go and follow him and support. And until next time. This episode is sponsored by Bet Online. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.